substantive to it. But um, first, the real reason I'm on here is I want to thank you guys. You guys are amazing. I love you. I appreciate you both. If you haven't caught on. There might, mutual, some, Jason. Yeah, there might be some crumbs out there. <laughs> um, uh, but I was going to ask you about Delphi. I'm just kidding. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny man, expert guys. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in the podcasting industry, especially in true crime, there is so much backbiting um, and backstabbing. And I really appreciate the fact, this is a Jason question, so the beginning of it is not really a question, but I just really appreciate the fact that you guys spend so much time uh, as a fellow podcaster uh, raising all boats up with you. Um, I was on a two-hour call with uh, Kevin and Anya last night. Not insignificant chunk of that call, this is what happens behind your back, was about our appreciation for how supportive you are um, of everyone in the the community. So that appreciation, you know, it's being talked about and people are talking about it behind your back all the time. Um, This is Jason Blair, and this is a Silver Linings Handbook bonus episode. In our end-of-the-year wrap-up episode, one of the common themes from our episodes with executive coach and attorney John Mitchell and former venture capitalist Jerry Colonna, to Brett Talley and Alice LaCour of the Prosecutor's Podcast, to Reverend John Cleghorn and cult survivor Greg Ligon, was the importance of belonging and community. In our July episodes with Brett and Alice, they both hit on the importance of belonging and community and how one of the most unexpected things about starting a podcast almost four years ago was the community that had developed around it. I found Brett and Alice podcast during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic and found comfort in their rational approach to true crime cases, the insights they shared, and just their ability to make sense of things when not much was making sense in the world. I became a part of their community through watching their lives and joining the Lister Run Facebook group, The Gallery, in early 2023. My fellow prosecutor's listener and now friend, Allison Dixon, tells the story of seeing my name in the live chats and saying, is that that Jason Blair? The truth is, I had been lurking on the lives without typing up until the point uh, that I decided that my plagiarism and fabrication at the New York Times wasn't going to be an obstacle, even though it still haunts me in some quarters. Since I broke off my relationship with the church as a teenager, my lost sense of belonging, community and belonging, have made belonging and community important to me. I've met some of my closest friends to the prosecutor's community, and I'm grateful for the gift that Brett and Alice brought into the world with their podcast and the communities they've supported. On my episodes with them, Scales of Justice, Brett and Alice pointed out their gratitude for community. Alice brought it up from the get. Uh, Jason, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, the the conduit by which we are getting to do this is true crime, but we just need to be able today as a society to talk to each other, to share ideas, to debate respectfully, and to refine each other's thinking with 
using our brains. We all have brains and it's such a beautiful thing when you're able to have an honest conversation, whether you agree or disagree with someone else. And it's something that we've been able to do through the podcast. We see our community doing it without us, you know, and um, it, it really heartens me for the future. You know, a, a bunch of people will just be naysayers and say, we don't talk to each other anymore. And that might be the case, but I see so many pockets where um, there is honest dialogue in everything. I'm not just talking about true crime. I'm talking about life. You know, it's within your own family. It's with your significant other. It's with your friends. It's with your kids. It's with people you've never met on the internet. We are all human. We are all, you know, in this life together and we get this one life and it matters um, and, and every moment matters and we can choose to kind of take away from it or add to it. And I hope that, you know, the time that people choose to listen to our podcast is adding to it and that we're talking about something so much more than just true crime. It, it goes far beyond that. Uh, it goes back to the very humanity of each person and the dignity of each person and our ability to communicate with other humans in our life. Um, and I, I feel blessed to be part of those dialogues, you know, often uh, through the podcast. And I hope others um, are able to kind of join us for the ride and then extrapolate from the podcast to the rest of their life as well. Brett echoed that comment. And I, and I just, I want to, you know, Alice said something in one of our episodes about how the, one of the things that unites us is we all suffer, you know, suffering is sort of a universal thing. And, you know, that's another example of that sort of vulnerability you talk about being willing to say that because it is so, that is such an opposite of our social media culture. Our social media culture is project happiness and perfection at all times. You know, like curate your Facebook pages, use the right filters on Instagram, like whatever it is. And you talk about the, I think we need community <laughs> in our country and probably just in our entire world more now than ever, because so many of the traditional communities people relied on have broken down. We just don't have them. And people are so isolated and alone. And why is depression surging? Why are people, why is suicide surging? You know, people feel so isolated and alone. And if we do in this podcast, look, the pie, it's crazy. Okay. It's just, it's insane. We never imagined. I mean, I thought maybe one day, you know, maybe we'll do this. will be really successful. And a lot of people will listen. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be great? Never imagined the community aspect of it. Well, today I thought I'd share a small part of a listener's question and answer episode on Brett and Alice's second podcast, The Prosecutor's Legal Briefs. During that episode, uh, in this excerpt, Jason Ursi, one of our other guests in 2023, and also the editor of The Prosecutor's Podcast and Legal Briefs, jumped on along with me. I thought I'd share this to give you a sense of the community that Brett and Alice have built and to encourage you to come join it because it's about so much, much more than true crime. All right. Just, just, Speaking just. of somebody trained to be a journalist, oh, uh, Jason. Jason Blair. Um, How Jason are Blair you? joins. I'm great. I'm wonderful. I just got back from Idaho and Washington. Did I tell you guys what I was doing there? You'll you know, me. I had, oh, look at that Topo Chico pulling hey it out. There, Topo. Um, Topo Chico getting. 
All uh, free advertising. So, you, you you tell me generally you're out there like investigating some sort yes, of cold a case. serial killer case. <laughs> yeah, it's a cold case serial killer case. It was actually really cool. I've I've come to a conclusion about why people tell me things. One, I'm a thinking man. They like thinking men. But, <laughs> um, so I'm I'm having this like meeting with some people who are interested in the case, including one of the victim's family members and the cold case detective who's leading the investigation shows up and i you know one of the things i've learned is if you want to find out from a detective what's going on you just don't ask him a question just, mm. just don't ask and they ended up unburdening themselves on me it was really fascinating as somebody who's not as close to it as they are being able to sort of like step back and pull the emotions out of it so they ended up giving me a tour of all the scenes and the different things that happened mm. and we theorized on it but it was great and it was beautiful and I hope they solve the case. Uh, and I think I'm going to become everyone's mental health counselor by the time it's done. And that's going to wow. be. Resolved. So, are you writing an article on it, or no? I just want it solved. I just wow. Want it. Well, it sounds like we need to do this on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll is tell it too you. Early? <laughs> uh, we kind of know who the guy is. Oh wow! wow. Okay. Yeah, kind of know who the guy is. You know, what they basically have in the case right now is mere presence at the disappearance of a 12-year-old girl. Bob tells um, me that's not enough. So Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, <laughs> they also have mere presence at uh, the disappearance of three 20-year-olds in a theater mm. at night. At some yeah. point, it stops being me. Yeah, it's no longer <laughs> It's when everyone like, keeps disappearing around you, <laughs> yeah. yes, they're not all being taken at different times. Not so you're the asshole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, kind of in logic, right? Like, you know, people keep disappearing and you don't. Hmm. What's the mm. what's the common denominator? Yep. Anyway, I'll tell y'all uh, y'all all about the case at some point. But it's um, it just became a passion for me. And the way they were asking me, like, why did you become interested in this case in Idaho? And I had written going back to the journalism point, not written, I'd read a profile of one of the um, victims. And I was like, wow, she is spunky, energetic. She tells people what she thinks. She's got a passion for life, wants to be a teacher. And I just thought to myself, wow, this woman is a lot like my mom. And mm -hmm. I can't imagine a world where that would be deprived of having um, someone like my mom. So that's how I, years ago, I became interested in the case. And it's it. It's really, yeah, it's an interesting one, and I hope I can contribute some positive to it. But um, first, the real reason I'm on here is I want to thank you guys. You guys are amazing. I love you. I appreciate you both. If you haven't caught on, there, might be, mutual, Jason. Yeah, you there might be some crumbs out there. <laughs> um, uh, but I was going to ask you about Delphi. I'm just kidding. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny man, you guys. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in the podcasting industry, especially in true crime, there is so much backbiting um, and backstabbing. And I really appreciate the fact, this is a Jason question, so the beginning of it is not really a question. But I just really appreciate the fact that you guys spend so much time uh, as a fellow podcaster uh, raising all boats up with you. Um, I was on a two hour call with uh, Kevin and Anya last night, not insignificant chunk of that call. This is what happens behind your back 
was about our appreciation for how supportive you are um, of everyone in the, the community. So that appreciation, you know, it's being talked about and people are talking about it behind your back all the time. Um, you know, we can only give so many five-star reviews or send you so many notes of appreciation, but just want to let you know it's happening. But more broadly, like you both have Wait, said, wait, you can't, you can't be so yeah, nice to us and not let us thank you back. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's so nice of you to say. And Kevin and Anya are incredible. Like we didn't, we, uh, you know, they truly are incredible. They also share, you know, Delphi, it, I'm, is their case, but they send us all the filings as soon as they come out, not playing games, not being like, well, you have to go find the, the um, filings. You do the same, Jason. And the whole point is this is a small sample of what the entire world, I mean, the world feels like it's on fire around us right yeah. now at this very moment. And this isn't just the podcast world, right? This, this is what should be happening in all of our communities. And we learn from you guys and it, it's just, it keeps going around and the love just keeps getting bigger and we're just as much part of it and we are beneficiaries of it. And thank you for being an example of that, Jason, you know, on, on social media to people who really don't give it back. Um, and all of you in the chat, all of you in the gallery, all of you who listen and write us similar stories it's not us it has nothing to do with us we just get to benefit being part of a community like that so thanks jason for saying yeah that. and i want to say you know jason silver linings handbook if you guys aren't listening to it jason and anya and kevin from the murder sheet the the thing that I always to to piggyback on alice they send us stuff <laughs> like without us asking <laughs> and it's like it would be so easy to hoard that, to basically be like, I am the source of information. And if you want it, you have to go through me. And, and this is particularly true of Anya and Kevin, who have access to Indiana case files that are difficult to get. It is hard to get stuff out of Indiana. We've tried. We can't do it. But they have it. And they're like, you know, I didn't even know there were recent filings. And they sent an email like, here's all the recent filings in the case. And it's like, wow, this is very helpful. And I forwarded it to Alice. and. They're awesome. They're incredible people. Glad to know that that Jason is is hooking up with them with them as well. And I'll just say this: there may be backstabbing and all this other stuff in the true crime community, but I will say, with very very few exceptions, we have found it to be just very uplifting. People working together, wanting to help each other. You know, in our we did our episode about the award. And we talked about this. I mean, there were so many, and we didn't even mention them all. I'm sure we missed people. So many people who have helped us as we we continue this. And that's one of my favorite things about this community is we just haven't seen the drama that a lot of people point to. I mean, like I said, there are obviously some some narrow examples, and I'm not going to talk about that. But generally speaking, it has been so incredibly uplifting. And it's one of the reasons I still enjoy doing this is because I feel like the people involved really they they worry about victims they want victims to get justice they want the courts to get it right you know when they believe that there's a there's a uh, wrongful conviction it's because they want justice to be done and i love it yeah it is um it's been an amazing experience because as somebody who isn't really you know i'm a true crime listener more than you know a true crime podcaster it was really wild to me to find such a loving community i just it, you know it was like tripping across the corner and being like wait a second hold on like there's lots of love over here 
And it kind of fits into my question because more broadly, you guys have talked about how originally you got into this. It would be a great way to spend time together, talk about the things that you normally talk, bring that unique perspective of being a prosecutor. But um, when you were on with me on your episode with me, you talked about how surprising um, it was to have built a community and how important the community to us. So I, I was just wondering, sort of like now that you've kind of made it to this point, wherever you are right now, by who called that podcast famous, um, and, you know, with, with a lot of listeners, a lot of folks that you're engaged with, sort of imagining years in the future and looking back on your experience in the podcast, like what would you want us as your listeners, other podcasters, your children, anyone to, from, to have sort of taken from this experience? Easy question, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alice, do you have any brilliant insights on that? Jason, I, I, I just got lost in your question because you said it so beautifully. I'm not even kidding. I was just like, keep going. Is the question over? <laughs> I, I mean... Just, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, I mean, I don't... You know, like I said, we've been so surprised by the whole community aspect itself. I mean, I just never expected it. That was that was never something I expected. It wasn't something we thought to set up. I just thought people would listen and they'd like it or not like it and, you know, whatever. But just the fact that that people, I, I mean, I, I, I it seems like there are people who are now friends with each other. And I think some of the people in the, the chat will support this. Friends with each other because of the podcast that the podcast brought them together and now they are real actual friends with real connections and that just blows my mind and when this is all over i mean i just hope that number one people always we were always ourselves you know we never we never faked it right i mean it, this was us it was always just us that we were real that we were honest and that we tried to sort of bring people together in some way where we could build this kind of community. I mean, that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. And I'll say, so um, I think I've told this story before, but it's something that I try to live by. And Jason, this seems to be right, you know, within your wheelhouse. I think I said it on your episode, actually, which is that when I worked on really traumatic cases um, uh, representing children who were in abuse and neglect proceedings, I mean, really some of the darkest things, and we've talked about this, the cases about children being murdered or abused are, are my least favorite because it, it's not the kind of world I want to live in. And when I worked in that capacity, kind of walking into the hurt every single day and having to be there for these kids and seeing what their, you know, the people closest to them had to do to them, um, it's very intense vicarious trauma and you can't do it for very long without burning out unless you have some way to view it. And the way that I was taught to view it was every single day to name out loud, say out loud, not just write it down, not just think about it in your head, but to verbalize a thing of beauty from the day. So no mm. matter how terrible the day has been, to verbalize the thing of beauty for me today is X. Yeah, and Alex, Let me jump in. That's so funny. So what I did uh, during this whole trip is every place where something bad happened, I went and found something beautiful. 
and took pictures. So some people who are in the chat have been commenting on my photos. Well, if you turn around from any of those places where those pictures came from, something very sad happened. But I wanted to walk away with something beautiful at every place. Sir. Oh, Jason, I mean, talk about redemption through beauty, right? I mean, beauty, the, the thing, the reason that beauty is beauty, and this is much more philosophical, we can spend all night talking about it. But, you know, Aristotle, I think, said this, you know, beauty is beautiful because it's getting closer to truth. So true mm -hmm. things are beautiful. And so it's not just for the sake of beauty. It's not just for, you know, um, the, the things that fade away. But true beauty is forever. And true beauty exists because there is truth in the world. And I truly believe that there is truth. And not just what you determine to be truth, but truth exists outside of what I think is true. And that kind of beauty and truth is found in the most unexpected places. And this is going somewhere. This podcast and this community specifically, not the podcast, not the stories we cover, not the legal, you know, concepts that we try to explain. This community has become one of the most unexpected things of beauty that, I, you know, it's the greatest surprise of my life, I would say. And it's something that I come back to over and over. And when you are able to touch upon something that is a true thing of beauty, I think mm -hmm. you are literally, quite literally closer to truth and quite literally closer to God. And those things are not, um, they're all around us, but we don't always see them. And this community is something that I've been able to see so clearly um, develop and and just be refined. And this it's like this beautiful, precious gem that has been refined over time as we've all gotten to know each other. And it's it's just, it's truly stunning to me that has nothing to do with anything Brett or I, or I have done. I don't think you give yourself enough credit, but, and, you know, I understand it takes all of us and it takes the entire group, but it also takes your example. There's a reason why these types of people have gravitated toward your community. Um, and you play an important role in that. And I don't mean to make it bigger or smaller than it really is, but if we didn't have you as models uh, for behavior and for loving and caring about people and being honest and being truthful, I think it would have been hard to find or pull together this group of people. So thanks, guys. That's all I got for now. <laughs> thanks, Jason. Talk to you very soon. Be we good. love you, Jason. You're awesome. We Thank do. you so much. And and by the way, those of you, I will be joining Jason soon for his, uh, I think it's on his Halloween episode. Two episodes. Two Halloween episodes. 30th and the 31st. There you go. And you so. guys, you podcasters are just making Brett's dreams come true because I will I only know. give him one Halloween episode a week of in October. But y'all are going to fill know. him up with like 31 episodes. I can feel it. You're going to be uh, almost Allison yeah. too, right? At Ding Dong. I am. I am. I'm doing so many <laughs> Halloween episodes. It's it amazing. Was, I love it. It was hilarious. So I recorded a Halloween episode with Allison where she's a guest on my podcast. Then two days later, you recorded an episode with her where you're a guest on her podcast. Then I recorded, wait, who was the next one? I recorded with you. And now next week, I'm recording as a guest on Allison's podcast talking about werewolves and shapeshift. There you go. Right. There you go. We're just one big incestuous family. That's what we do. <laughs> Richie! Richie! It's Richie Buck. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Of course hey, you Richie awesome. Buck. How you doing? As the radio I'm wonderful. Guys. How are y'all? We're doing good. Doing good. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm we'd have two Jasons at the same time. And I just want to say, when I said, like, when this is all over, my assumption is at some point you guys will all tire of us and move on to something Agreed. more. Agreed. 
And at that point, you know, we will lay down our arms and, and move forward with our lives as non-podcasters. But if you guys just want to listen till the end of time, so be it. <laughs> we'll do it. But I'm just saying. I'm here for it. Like I said, yeah. y'all are my friends. Yeah, absolutely. My gosh. Like you guys are, you guys are amazing. You've, uh, I, I you know, if anybody hasn't listened to Jason's latest episode, uh, I think he and I said some, uh, some words that were very dear to our hearts about the two of you and, uh, and Bob and, um, and your support, which goes back to the community, community talk. Um, I have a child screaming in the background. Hopefully that will get remedied in a minute. I thought it was my kid, to be honest. No, it's, it's not yours. It's mine. Um, but no, uh, you guys are great. And uh, I have a couple of little questions um, if you want me to ask them. No, fire away. You get to ask all the questions. Richie Buck. Richie. <laughs> Richie Those Buck. Who don't know, right. And I, I have a question. This is this Please. is wonderful, Jason. My question before you continue. My favorite character in your show Santa may be a criminal, which if you're not listening to that, you should certainly listen to is Dr. Myra Abernathy. Yes. Who plays her? Cause she is a natural. I mean, she should be an actress. She's if she's not great. already an actress, she should be an actress. So when she says Richie, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this person's awesome. Okay. So this is a long, short story. So when <laughs> I, when I, uh, when it, when I was in my, so I, I studied abroad in London when I was, uh, in college and I fell in love with every English woman that I ever came across. And I was like, I'm going to marry accents are so sexy. I know. I'm like, nobody's going to marry an English woman. And, um, anyhow, obviously that didn't happen. And then, um, I, so the person that plays that role is Cherry from Crimepedia. And she is an English lady. And um, at CrimeCon last year, the season had not started. And she like cornered me and she's like, when is Richie going to get a girlfriend? And I was like, well, you know, you know, it's very ambiguous. He, we don't talk about his his relationship status, which was intentional because I didn't want to like give anything away. I wanted to have an opportunity to kind of go that route. She's like, well, I think Myra should be his girlfriend. And I was like, okay, which is the way the podcast works for me. I take a lot of things from other people and say, how can I make that work in this story? Because that's what life is like. Life is finding how, how to, um, you know, navigate your way through these different uh, scenarios. And so that's what happened. And, and Cherry is amazing. And um, we have uh, the last three episodes of the season. She's in two of them, but uh, the last episode of the season is very, very, very good. Um, And she's got a big role in the next season into also do uh in advance for that um and i'll be reaching out to you for your help on writing it as well but well, we um, can't wait she's awesome and so yeah, are you i appreciate so why i appreciate thing. that so much she's she's amazing amazing thing. Be the judge that's the question i have some bones to pick i actually i actually have <laughs> i, really I actually it. think i have a different character for you <laughs> All right. I, I, I haven't talked about talked about tonight. I'm thinking I was busy. I, I I do have I have an idea. So it's gonna be great. Um, 
but yeah, no, you guys. As long as I get to poke Bob about conspiracy theories, I'm good with it. I'll figure that out. I can totally do that. Okay, so do you have a question or do you want me to go? No, shoot, shoot. It's all you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just love Myra. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. No, I appreciate you guys. Okay, so Brett, I got a couple short questions for you. And then Alice, I have a, a probably a longer question for you. And then I have two other one question that's from somebody else, and then and then a question for Sam Maybe Criminal basically basically. So um Brett, favorite cryptid or urban legend and or urban legend. Huh. Favorite cryptid and or urban legend. That's hard. And Alice, you can you can answer this too. I, I don't know that you would have. I don't know that you. I don't know if favorite's the right word. The ones that make me the most scared. I mean, look, I, I love work. the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Loch Ness Monster. I feel like the Loch Ness Monster is like the hope that's in all of our souls. That like yeah. there exists to this day a dinosaur from prehistoric ages. So it's hard for me not to say the Loch Ness Monster is my favorite. You know, as far as urban legends go, I love the classic urban legends. The hook hand on the car, fantastic. Right. Probably my favorite. You know, I mean, we did the razor blades and candy for our episodes, which was pretty cool. But yeah. I'm going to go with hook hand. I'm going to go with hook hand is my favorite urban legend. And Loch Ness Monster is my favorite cryptid. Very good. Alice, do you want to weigh in at all? No, they all scare me. We all know this about me. We don't okay. need to. I know, I know. I just, I just, <laughs> I just want to give you the option. Uh, okay, so Brett, favorite Alabama football player of all time? Oh man, that's so hard. Oh man, favorite Alabama football player of all time. So when I was a kid, Derek Thomas was. Oh, dominating man. you know i mean and he kind of the the players that are big when you're a kid tend to be the ones i'll say this um oh god so let me think about this for a second oh i can't remember his name so when i was in 1992 i was 11 years old and we went to the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans when Alabama played Miami. And Miami was the great, the great evil of college football, basically. Those of you who don't remember, I mean, Miami in the 80s was this like dark force of evil that was rampaging through college football and no one could stop. And so in 1992, like Alabama, exactly. So in 1992, Alabama played Miami. And everybody just thought Miami was going to destroy Alabama. I think it was maybe Cornelius Bennett. I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> well, anyway, so they did not. Alabama defeated Miami in the Sugar Bowl for the National Championship in 1992. It was an amazing game. You should watch it if you get the opportunity. It's on YouTube. And after the game, we were there. Still, to this wow. day, the best football game I've ever been at. Amazing. After the game, we were there. And, we had, and, and, and somehow we had a pizza. I can't remember why we had a pizza. 
but we just did. And I can't remember who it was, but one of the Alabama football players came up and was like, can I have a slice of pizza? And I can't remember which one it was, but obviously we gave him a slice of pizza, which I'm pretty sure was a violation of NCAA rules at the time. But (laughs) that to me, that was such an incredible moment. So that entire team is going to be at the top of my list. But I think I'm going to say Derek Thomas is my favorite Alabama football player of all time. Nice. That's great. That's awesome. Um, okay. So, Alice, you have spoke very eloquently and touchingly about your experience as a daughter of immigrants and not being able to, you know, speak English when you entered. Hey, Jason, can I jump in just real quick? That sure. you guys did on the Ellen Greenberg. Um, uh, case was so touching. There's so many other ways you guys could have handled that question, but it was with such love and compassion. It's funny. It's a great episode, but I've listened to it over and over again just to listen to that advice you gave him at the end. So, all right. I'm yes. Very, very good. Um, yeah, no. So, um, so I just wondered if there was a moment that you, so I think it, I think you felt like an outsider, like, like in that, example i wonder if you could remember the moment that you felt like you were finally accepted and um like if it was a thing or if it was like you know uh, if it was dance if there was some sort of vehicle that brought you to uh to feel uh a part of the community what an insightful question it really is and i say this and i i try to say it loudly now for everyone who needs to hear it um if you ever feel like an insider, you're probably like the one person in the world who feels it. I don't think anyone ever feels fully accepted. And that's partly why this community is so amazing, right? Like, uh, you know, I, I I would really, I would be really um, worried when people would say, but your life looks so perfect. You do all these things. You made it to all these great schools. And I just want to say, I've never felt more out of place than I went to college. I remember I showed up to class and girls were wearing, wearing Lily Pulitzer. I didn't even know how to pronounce Lily Pulitzer. I didn't know what that was, that it was a brand, that it was something I was supposed to understand and see a pattern and understand that that was a brand that I was supposed to know. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand you were supposed to wear dresses to, you know, football games in the South. And then, so you have four years of college and I thought, oh, of course, now I understand life. But then I show up at Yale, never having been around people with, you know, so many opportunities and means and people talking about, you know, everything esoterically and academically rather than in real life. And I felt like a fish out of water. And then I began to practice law and I would show up in the courtroom and be quite literally the only woman who couldn't reach the microphone because I was a foot shorter than everyone else who practiced in the courtroom and no one would look at me seriously. You know, the list goes on. And the point is not to say, poor me. The point is we're all outsiders in a way, right? And when you recognize that about every person you interact with, you can't help but come to it with compassion. And so I love my origin story. I love that things didn't come easily. I love that to this day, like there are English words I cannot think about, think of because I'm like, what is that word? Like a very simple word because sometimes my brain just glitches back to like, you know, my mother tongue. I love all of that because it is a constant reminder of how we need to view the world, how everyone is walking you know, and trying to make the best in their their way in this world, and no one has it figured out. Um, 
And so thanks for that question. But I hope everyone knows that and that they don't look at our podcast or us or anything like that and think it has come easy or that anyone is now an insider in any shape or form. And I just want to say something because it's true and I like to speak the truth. (laughs) But I hope all of you who are listening to this realize how fortunate you are to listen to Alice talk about these cases because Alice is actually one of the foremost minds, legal minds in the country today. And and that is a hundred percent true. Like y'all don't understand how fortunate you are to have someone like Alice talk about true crime. It's one thing to have lawyers talk about it. It's one thing to have prosecutors talk about it. It's a, it's a, it's an entirely different thing to have someone like Alice talk about it. And I am so blessed to have Alice as a co-host. I mean, she is just, I mean, I cannot express to you how brilliant Alice is. So I hope everyone appreciates that and understands that we're so lucky to have her. We're so lucky to have her mind applied to these cases. It is, it is a true blessing that, that we are exposed to. Stop it. It's so true though. This is what happens with red light. Three bourbons in. (laughs) That's the word on the street. So Brett's right. I mean, you guys are both brilliant. I mean, you really are amazing people who have done amazing things. And I think it's so powerful that you two both have had moments where you felt scorned or outsiders or because I think for so many of the people who are listeners, they listen to people like you or they listen to some of the rest of us and they're seeing us in a moment where it appears we have things together, but we've all been through those moments. We go through those moments, I'm sure, with parenting and with trying to balance things. And even though you know, you're know you on a platform, we have platforms, it doesn't mean that we're not dealing with the same hurt, insecurities, struggles that every other person um, here. But can we talk about how great Jason is because he oh, is yeah. in the background that holds everything together. You're like a big ball of sticky love that pulls everyone together. And I just want to say, oh, I'm, no, so was someone glad waiting? To you. I'm adding Jill to the Jill. conversation. Jill's oh, God. Please add, please add Jill. I'll, I'll be, I'll be fast. With my last, I, oh. this is avoidance of praise by Richie. Go on. <laughs> no, well, I appreciate what, what you said, uh, Jason. Um, but no, I, 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 I'm just, I'm just here to not get fined, I guess. I'll, I'll jump this in. I'll <laughs> jump in for Jason. So Jason not only produces his own podcast and helps a bunch of other amazing podcasts be produced. Everything you guys hear sound editing wise. I mean, he turns them around right away and makes us sound way better than we actually are. And he does it with like the most just kind heart because a lot of the editing, especially, you know, the way he puts things together is really just art. Um, and yet we say the words, but man, you guys hear how much we stumble over our words and you would never know it after listening to Jason's editing. Well, you guys are the best. I love you both. Um, so I have to ask something for Carly real fast. Okay, she says, shoot. She says, Brett, when are you going to write a true crime memoir? like James Renner or Nick Edwards has done. 
You know, we've talked about doing that for a while. We just don't have time, but we would love to do that. We have like outlines. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. I can help you do that. Well, uh, we'll have to work on Careful, all Jason. Yeah, we know. You do everything well. <laughs> so we have Jill here. I don't know if Jill is actually, is Jill still with us? Can you hear Jill? us, Jill? I'm... No, Hi, Jill. 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 Hi, Jill. We know you're there, Jill. Can't hide. I'm trying. Hi. Oh, there you, there you can are. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. We can we hear you. Oh, we can't can hear see me. you, but okay. we can hear you. Okay. So I just got to say that everything that y'all just said was absolutely true about all of y'all. I believe everything that y'all just said about everybody on the chat. <laughs> Jill, oh, Jill, let me just Jill, say, it's such an sure. honor to meet you at CrimeCon. I, was just I love you say to that. death. You're awesome. Jill, hugging you at CrimeCon was the best. Oh, you give the best hugs, Alice. You really can't help do. myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just have to say, and, Jill, I love your accent so much. I could just hear you talk all the time. <laughs> Agreed. Well, I love listening to y'all talk, obviously. And now, like, I have imprinted in my brain anything that I see Christmas. I can't help <laughs> thinking about Jason. <laughs> It's, it's working. Like crazy it's working. how much the little things you associate with, you know, everybody that you've met. I really enjoyed meeting everybody that I met. Like, there was not a single person that I met at CrimeCon that I was like, eh, I'm staying away from them. You know, no, I like thoroughly enjoyed all of them. I came back and I was talking to my family. I'm like, yeah, so and so and this and that and this. And they like... Uh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, Jill, anyway, it, it was such an honor to meet you. And thank you so much for everything. And I hope we'll see you in Nashville. Yes, that was one thing that I wanted to bring up. So I hear that you are apparently going to karaoke with us in Nashville. <laughs> I blame Lily for that rumor. <laughs> okay, so I really, really want you to promise that you're going to karaoke at least one song with me. I will karaoke with you and anybody else who wants to karaoke. I am down for karaokeing all night long. I have I'm a karaoke so machine in my house, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really hope that my husband gets to come uh, this time. Um, Jason, the other Jason got to meet him in uh Austin, but y'all didn't get to meet him because he was at work. But anyways, uh, and he, him and Alice would go on and on and on about food because he cooks. So, well, I say just Alice. Alice likes to cook. I could tell, but I could I like also tell. That you, Brett, are a big foodie. <laughs> I love food. I don't like to cook it so much as to eat it, but that's okay. Well, I wrote in the chat when you said that, when you were talking about different foods, I was like, oh, Brett could almost be Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But anyway, I love how positive everybody is and that I've met and ever, how warm and inviting everybody was. I just really enjoyed, especially, man, 
Carly. I met her twice, and Carly's just so sweet. I love Carly. <laughs> and I really didn't get to talk to her like I really wanted to at either event, so I'm looking forward to it in Nashville. You know, we what? love I think Carly, like this- too. This is what um, you're a fantastic advertisement. Everyone go to CrimeCon next year. We'll be there. And I think we'll get a code at some point to give you guys a discount. I don't know that we have it yet. We don't have it yet, but it'll be prosecutors. So keep trying it when you're signing up. We technically just got invited to CrimeCon UK. We have to decide whether we're going to do that. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's quite an honor. Yeah, my, I would like to go, but we'll have to see. Yeah, my, my, there you go. My Abernathy will be there. We've got to get Kevin and Anya to go. They were, I, I was talking to them about your experience at CrimeCon, and they were like, wow, it wasn't that bad. Sounds like you have a great group. I'm like, it's a warm, loving group of people. And I reminded them all that smack people talk on Twitter. <laughs> they don't do it in person. They just won't. So, yeah, I mean, we were worried about that. Hugging. Uh, we were worried that there might be some negative reaction, and we didn't see that at all. Right. All right, Jill. Well, it's been awesome to have you. Well, we're about to, to sign off for tonight, but thank you so much for being our last guest. Well, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. And I just have one more thing. Brett, Fire what do away. we have to do to get you to start a his, like some kind of history podcast? Oh man, yeah, I, you know, I don't. That's a that's a great question. I, if if I could find somebody who wanted me to host a history podcast and was willing to help me out with the research, I would absolutely do it. I will help you out with whatever you need. Just point me whatever <laughs> direction. Say, Jill, I need this from this and this and this. I'll do whatever. Just tell me what to do. Well, I'll say this. Keep telling your friends, make our podcast even bigger, and eventually I'll be able to leverage that into a history podcast. (laughs) Okay, it's a deal. I'm going to do everything that I can. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Jill, so much. All right, y'all. Have a great night. Have a great night. Researcher Brett named Madison. I'm sure we could turn it into a full-time job for her. (laughs) Look, Madison's awesome. I mean, she's she's great. great. You've talked to her. I mean, she's really good. She does a fantastic job. Yes. The, you know, these we need to do this more often because this, I mean, I realize we're going on two hours now, but this has been so uplifting. I feel also, so uplifted. I feel, bad. I still feel so bad that people had like questions they've been waiting to ask for months. But I'm glad that we got no one, just so you guys know, we got through everyone in the queue. So we did. Thank and you I just, and I want to say to both Jasons, like you guys, y'all are so great. I mean, it is so difficult. If you have never done something like this, the mental strain that it places on you, where just the the imposter syndrome, right? Like the notion that are we really good at this? Are we really doing a good job? I mean, are we should we be doing this at all? Maybe we should just stop, right? Like that whole thing is is such a constant, and both of you throughout this have been such positive influences and just kept us going. And I just appreciate both of you so much. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you both because you're both on here though. I don't want to limit it to just you two because so many of you, particularly the people who are on here right now, you're, you, 
I know you don't realize it. You don't, you do not know how much just your comments and your yeah. reviews and your emails and just the little things you do mean to us and, and really support us in doing this. And, and I would add that for any creator that you appreciate, like, you know, my show is smaller, but the, the, I get notes from people and it totally energizes me to do things and to go on other shows like Jason's show, um, to share whatever I have to offer as well. And so like, I mean, I think like be on the nice list. Kindness is really, really important because as Alice said earlier, like we're in a time where like everything is chaos, but what can bring us all together is community. And, um, and I appreciate Brett and Alice, you guys have a platform that has, spearheaded those friendships like you're talking about and created a community that I feel very safe in. And I think a lot of people feel very safe in. And I think right now that's really, really important. That's a so. great, Jason, that's a great word for it because there are not a lot of places in, I think a lot of our lives that feel safe. And this really feels, feels like one. And yeah, definitely to all the listeners, I know you guys think Brett and Alex are so busy or you think other creators are, so busy. I'll get messages as often say, I know you're so busy and you won't have time to read this. I read every word of those messages and they yep. touch my heart. And to Brett's point, like I know podcasting may seem a little simpler than it is, but it would be easy to give up. And those mm-hmm. notes were, I sort of feel like I always, t- I think I told you this, Jason, if I just touch one person a week, then it's worth it for me. So that one note does matter. And I don't know. I I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you for the podcast. You as human beings. Glad I met you. I would be friends with all of you if you didn't run a podcast. I'm looking forward to our friendship in the future. And, you know, I think you've changed my life in a really positive way. So you don't often get to say that to people. So I really appreciate it. And, and if I could just echo one thing, too, that I, I think I said in uh, Jason's note this week, like, we, we said a thanks at the end of Jason's episode to Brett and Allison, Bob Mata. And I said at the top of that, like the, the sentiments that we shared were usually at the ends of things when people are going away. And I think, and I hope that we'll start doing those things at the beginning of things, because it's more important to share those words when people are here. And, um, you know, I, I hope you both understand like the great care that I take, with the responsibility I have being on your team and um, the, the, the great care that I take representing uh, kindness in the community. And I think that, I think we should all just um, uh, be very, very wary of the way that we operate uh, right now because it is tenuous um, and just trying to operate with kindness. So um, I think, I think there is nothing better that we could say that than the way you two Jasons have put it. Um, but to kind of wrap up your beautiful words on that is I think what we've learned um, through podcasting, through having people listen to us and meeting all of you and getting to make these friendships is that we don't look at all of you who listen, all of you who are part of our team, who are 
you know, part of our lives now, you're not just the masses, right? Every individual matters. And that's why Jason Blair, you said, you know, if I touch just one person this week, it matters. All of your emails matter. You're pouring your lives and your hearts into these notes to us and they're not falling to the wayside because every person matters and your thoughts matter. So if you're out there thinking, you know, having any doubts about that, you matter individually. Um, and we see you and thank you for seeing us and allowing us to be us because that's such a gift that Brett and I don't have to hide who we are. Um, everything you hear out of our mouths, you know, maybe Jason can edit it. So it sounds like we stutter less, but this is who we are. It's not an act. And um, it's just such a gift to be able to do this with all of you. So we're not going to sign off yet, but we'll sign off for purposes of the podcast so that Jason doesn't have to create an AI sign off for us because we forget things all the time. So <laughs> thank you all. Thank you all for being with us tonight. I'm sorry it took so long for us to finally do another one of these lives, but we're back, baby. And maybe the next time we'll do it on a weekend so people don't have to wake up to go to work tomorrow morning. But until next time, I'm Brett. I'm Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that my entire life. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Was that on purpose? That on purpose. <laughs> it was so it was so deep and meaningful. <laughs> No, I didn't do that on purpose. I haven't slept <laughs> in like three days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have to generate a chat <laughs> AI sign off. <laughs> I wish I could say that was on purpose. <laughs> That's the first time you've gotten your own name wrong. I've got to say that. You've gotten my name wrong before, but that's the first time you've gotten your own name wrong. You're right. You're right about that. Because who would get their own name wrong? I mean, I did once, but that's beside the point. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to do this again. Get it together. Okay. Yeah, I can't do it. We got okay. this. I'm Alice. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Scott. We're <laughs> <laughs> just going to leave it at that. We're probably never coming back. This is the end. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I can do this. I can do this. So Jason doesn't have to create something. Mm. <clears throat> That's okay. I can figure it out. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Alice. And I'm Brett. And this is The Prosecutor's Legal Briefs. Thank you again. Yeah, you, thank you guys. You guys, that was the best. best.
You're awesome too. Look at what a cool group of people. It means a lot. You guys are awesome. The best group. I'm just looking at the list of names and thinking like, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. That's wild. Not many lists I can look at. Nine o'clock Central Time for those of you who wonder. Because of course, somebody's always like, is that Eastern Time? No. That was also one of my that was almost one of my questions. Was about was about time zones. And there's another teacher. If you would like to join us for more discussions with us and our listeners, we can be found on most social media platforms, including a listener-run Facebook group called the Silver Linings Fireside Chat. For deeper conversations with our guests and live conversations with other listeners, you can also join us on our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the Silver Linings Handbook. This is the Silver Linings Handbook Podcast. I'm Jason Blair. We'll see you all again next week.